three, two, one. Oh my God, that's cold. <sighs> wow. Welcome back to You Betcha Radio Podcast, the coldest podcast in all the Midwest. I am Miles, the You Betcha guy, here with Ryan, the t shirt guy. Ryan's going to tell us all about his hunting weekend. Um, apparently, South Dakota's on meth, and so we're going to talk <laughs> about that. And so let's just get into the show. I would venture to say it's almost the nectar of the gods. Back, baby, back. I want my bush. Oh my god, that's cold. Oh, yeah, betcha, yeah. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 43 of the You Betcha Radio podcast. Miles, I am, I'm stoked to tell you about my deer hunting weekend. Um, I think pretty soon here we might, uh, we might be replacing old Billy Bass up there with another European mount. Well, let's make that happen, man. <laughs> are so, you, are you, will you actually donate your mount to the bunker? I'll, I will put it there. Okay. Because right. that's that's your, your side. Your wife's got to be happy about that. Yeah, that's your... Oh, absolutely. I So... Miles, I shot a good deer last year and I wanted to do like a full shoulder mount. Um, you know, you buy a new house, you gotta, you gotta put your man stuff in there. Oh, you gotta, you, you have to establish your man cave early. Cause if you don't, then you'll never get one. Yes. So, so you never got one. Well, I have one now. Um, we, we had Meg's sister was living in the basement, so I now have a man cave. She moved out. Um, <laughs> thank God she moved out, <laughs> but I just got the okay to put a head mount up. And obviously last year's came and went um so i never did the shoulder mount and now i have to shoot a bigger deer than i did last year which didn't happen but i still shot a good deer this year so we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show yeah before we get too far into the show here ryan we want to talk to you guys about liquid ice energy drink ryan we have the red one here in front of us let's crack these babies open ice ice baby Wow. Oh my God. That tastes a lot like a like a like a cherry Tootsie Pop. Yeah. Is that a good way to describe it? That tastes delicious. So guys, we have the red liquid ice here with us today. Um one thing that Ooh. grows great this time of year is we we talk about on this podcast that liquid ice is perfect for mixing with booze. Um, it just seems like Best it's just it. hand in hand. Yeah. Um, and you talk about the Chuck Norris all the time. Oh, yeah. Chuck Norris is Chuck the Norris staple for him. Yep. The one that we reviewed last week, the blue raspberry mixed with um, UV grape. That would be a Chuck Norris. One, yep. of, one of my favorites. Yeah. And so uh, Chuck Norris is always a classic. Uh, would you call it a shot? Is it a shot yep. or, or a... Yeah. Yep. So you get like the double shot cup. Like you get the big yeah, one yeah, with yeah. the little one inside. Yep. Yep. And so... Uh, that goes great with that, but other ones that they have great that goes great with them um, is actually called the uh, the Big Red. And for those of you that like your Fireball whiskey, this is your perfect option for that. You just mix your cinnamon whiskey, your Fireball with the liquid ice uh, red, and it goes great together. It's perfect for this time of year. It's fall. It's Thanksgiving. Kind of like your spices. Um, it goes great with that, and it tastes a lot like big red chewing gum. And as liquid ice says, it's dangerously delicious. Yeah, I, I've never. I'm, I try and stay away from Fireball as much as possible. But if I were to take a Fireball shot. Um, I think I might have to try with the liquid ice next. Yeah, I think it, I think I might add a different spin to it. Yeah, another great mix um, with the liquid ice red. They call it the Viking, and it's liquid ice red with liquid ice blue, like we had on the last podcast, and just vodka. So yep. pretty simple. Um, that one actually. I that one I think suits my taste a little more than the big red. Yeah, that'd be kind of like going to a uh, going to a gas station, going to the slu- the the slushy section, yeah. and mixing the red with the yes. blue. Yes, um, you know, and then toss getting a little, little buzz from it. Yeah, yeah, toss a little vodka in there. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so um, Liquid Ice is a Midwest company. They uh, um, you can find them at any gas station pretty much in the Midwest. You can buy them on Amazon, so you don't even need to leave your house. They can <clears> ship it right to you. Um, grocery stores, you name it, you can find liquid ice um, in almost anywhere. Um, but if you are also a bar, if you're a, a bar owner, 
You need to be getting liquid ice in your establishment so you can start mixing up these cocktails, these shots. Otherwise, we, um, won't, we won't go there. Otherwise, we won't we won't be at your small town bar if you don't have <laughs> liquid ice. But oh, liquid ice burp. Oh, there it is. Danger. <laughs> the red demons are coming up. Yeah. Um. You can find liquid ice on uh, their social medias on Instagram. They're at liquid ice energy. And on Facebook, they're also at liquid ice energy. They are also running some promotions this month. So if you um, go and comment and tag five of your friends, it enters you into some free liquid ice. Um, they are picking winners every Friday. Every Friday. The every month, Friday. Yep. And uh, you just go to their social media pages. You tag your friends um, and you get entered. So any post. Any, any post. post that they have. So again, at Liquid Ice Energy, L-I-Q-U-I-D-I-C-E Energy. Um, you can find them on their social medias. Um, Miles, I imagine they have these at Casey's uh, across the Midwest. Now, think of walking into a Casey's, getting getting your breakfast pizza and a liquid ice. It's like a one-stop shop right oh, here in the perfect. Midwest. Don't you think? Yep. That, that's, that just puts Casey's up on a higher pedestal than it already was. Exactly. And so, again, go to Liquid Ice. Um, all their social medias, at Liquid Ice Energy. Find them on Amazon. Find them at your gas station. Drink liquid Mix ice. Them with your booze. Drink some ice, ice, baby. We'd also like to say thank you to Dry Duck for sponsoring this um, podcast. Again, we have signed a partnership with them, so we're going to be doing some garments here coming up. Hopefully, next week we can uh, show everyone the uh, the vest that we have that they'll be able to purchase um, and get in time for Christmas. Um, they have uh, a current promotion going right now where if you buy a Cheyenne jacket, which is their work jacket, yep. just their canvas. That's one of my favorites. Staples. Um, we were this close to doing that as our garment. Yep. Um, if you buy that jacket on their website, you get a uh, Ranger cap for free. Um, so you get a free hat. Um, and if you also use You Betcha, Y-O-U-B-E-T-C-H-A as the promo code, no space, you get 15% off on their website, so another reason to go get some stuff. Um, but Black Friday and Cyber Monday are coming up, so you want good deals, this is the place to go. Um, Dry Duck is offering some really great deals that will definitely stock the closet or make rugged, built-to-last gifts for the upcoming holidays. Be on the lookout next week uh, for their Black Friday to start on Wednesday the 27th. Um, Black Friday, they'll be you'll be able to take up to 50% off select Dry Duck styles. Uh, if you head to dryduck.com and sign up for early access to their Cyber Monday deals, go get them before they're all gone. Um, 50% off, that is yeah. an unbelievable deal. So be looking for that. Um, again, go to dryduck.com, D-R-I-D-U-C-K. Oh, Dry duck Liquor, burp. Dry duck burp. <laughs> um, go to their website. Um, and just like Liquid Ice, these guys are a Midwest company. They're out of Kansas City. Um, their workwear that's focused on proving comfortable, durable gear to get you from work to weekend. We said it before. We love that. Going from work to weekend is what Dry Duck does. Um, again, be looking for our partnership next week and talking about that. I actually think this week we're going to announce on Facebook and all the platforms that we are partnering with them. Um, and, and the vest that I'm wearing right now is actually going to be the one with our branding on it that we'll yep. be selling. So uh, be looking for that. If you're listening on the podcast, um, just be looking at our website next week. We'll let you know. And uh, I'm excited to have the dry duck uh, stuff on our website. Yeah, I don't think they're ready for the vests. The vests are going to be... Now, guys, we should we tell them a little bit about how we're going to do this pre-order. So we're getting the dry duck vests in, but we're only getting a limited quantity for each size. So you guys are going to have to go swipe them up yeah, quick. They're, gonna go, um, they're hopefully going to go quick. Yep. I'm going to even need to buy my own. So yeah. I'll be first to order. I'm not letting Ryan just get one for free here. He's got to <sighs> buy it. So yeah. that's yep. how... Uh, Cuts into the paycheck a little bit. Well... It's the cost of new business. It's the cost of doing business. You actually finally used that phrase correctly, <laughs> finally. So, Ryan, as we sip on our bush lattes and our liquid ice here, tell us about your weekend hunting a little bit. Man... 
how he's got this shit grin on his face. <laughs> and it kind of makes me want to sock him right in the mouth. So, okay. So, obviously. And I know he's doing it because he knows that I didn't get a deer this year. And <laughs> so, I already had, I had prior knowledge on how you did already. Now, if we would have went on the same weekend, would have come together on the podcast and been like, hey, Miles, how was your deer hunting weekend and how was mine? So I had some prior knowledge on on what I don't think you realized the job I needed to get you, done. I don't think you realized that <laughs> my life is now like on social media and the fact that I wasn't able to post a buck on my Instagram story or uh, anything was the most disappointing thing ever, especially because I go on Instagram on what Friday? Yeah. And boom, Ryan's got his own buck and I was like Hoping that it was a photo from a year prior and you were just uh, like talking about reminiscing. it. But yeah. So no, Ryan got a buck. So <laughs> yeah. So I shot a buck. Uh, I had a white. I'm not going to talk the rest of the podcast. That's how I'm set. I am sweet. Well, yeah, you can just lead me into next segments and we'll, I'll take it over for me. <laughs> so miles, my weekend deer hunting, it was, um, it was probably the best weekend of deer hunting I had. And not because, not Here because, go. <laughs> Not because I shot the biggest buck, um, but we got to get my dad out hunting again. Uh, my dad shot his first deer in a long time. Uh, he shot his first mule deer. Um, so that was pretty cool to see. That was on Thursday. So we hunted Thursday and then Friday morning. We had every intention of hunting all weekend, but we got the job done on Friday, baby. Um, this was probably now the coolest part about this. I think I think I'll get a laugh out of you on this one. We we came up this hill and we had planned on glassing over the hill, see if there's anything out in the open, um, bucks chasing does, whatever. This is this was like eight o'clock in the morning. So we go over this hill and we see the we see the buck right away that we want to take, right? Um, so we're watching a little bit longer, trying to come up with a game plan. And out of nowhere, this buck, the buck that we were gonna shoot was chasing a doe. He right in front of our eyes, he mounted the doe and he planted his seed. And did you, when did you shoot him? I shot him about 10 minutes later. Okay. <laughs> say, let him have one last moment. Yeah. So he had his, he had his one last moment. I've never seen that deer hunting before ever. Um, so we were came giggling like a little schoolgirl. We were like, what, what is going time, on right now? Your dad was there. Did he give you the birds and bees talk right there? <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah. Well, you see Ryan, um, when a male deer loves a female deer <laughs> or a doe, um, this is kind of what happens here. <laughs> is that what happened? No, I did not get that talk. Was it like uh, when you're watching a movie with your parents and the sex scene comes on <laughs> and everyone just is really uncomfortable and no one really says yep. anything? Yep. Is that what happened? Uh, pretty close. Yeah, I, I think you could you could relate it to that. Were you like, oh, oh God. No, no, stop it. Don't, no, don't do that. See, I, I imagine like you being like, dad, like playing dumb. Like, what are they doing, dad? <laughs> Dad, I have no idea what's going on. Why is he on. jumping on top of that deer? What? Is he trying to hurt that deer? <laughs> I think we should shoot him. <laughs> That's good. Um, anyway, we, we... That's not real. That didn't really happen. I swear. The, I swear. The buck that you shot? The buck that I shot. So he's a stallion is he's what you're stallion. saying. He's a stallion. So it was almost like it was meant to be. Um, he got his last moment, and then uh, and then I was going to fill my tag after that. Um Came up with a game plan. We we went down. Uh, he got the, his, and then you got yours. I got mine, baby. We probably put like a, I would say like a four to five hundred yard stock on this deer, and he he has no clue we're there. The sun, the mind you, the sun is behind us, so any kind of like any stalking that we do to get as close as we can, he can't see us because it's 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 eight eight thirty in the morning. The sun's right behind us, mm -hmm. so we had that to our advantage. Now we get to about two hundred and fifty yards from this deer. And there's a line of hay bales that that was our goal to get to the hay bales. So I, I literally handed my gun to my buddy. My dad was back at the fence line, just watching the whole thing unfold. I hopped up on the hay bales, took his jacket, took my buddy's jacket, got nice and rested up 250 yard broadside shot, missed him. Oh my God. <laughs> of course you did. So Wait, how far was it? 250. Okay. That's a little understandable. So, and my heart, mind you, is like, boo, 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 boo. well, that's because you've never been in any big moment in your entire life. That was the biggest well, except moment for in your every, life. Every podcast, Miles, this is, my, this is the moment. Oh my God. So again, the sun was behind us. He, this deer didn't know where the, where the shot was coming from. So he, he pranced about five yards, he stopped again, reloaded one in, Doosh, missed him. I'm like, you, you gotta be kidding me. This, this is not happening well, right apparently, now. Apparently, I mean, this is making me feel better that Ryan's a terrible shot. This is, this is not happening. So 
I'm like, I, I'm trying to. Was it windy? It was, it was nothing. There was nothing <laughs> happening. Did you have your eyes open when you shot? Yes, oh. I just, I'm so. Did you have the, uh, did you have the lens cap on the scope? Everything was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Except for you. Except for me and my shot. Now, this buck goes over the hill and I'm thinking it's all over, but I'm trying to reassure myself that like I might've hit it. So I, I tell my buddy, I'm like, dude, we got to go look for blood. I, I think I hit him. I, I, I didn't but I'm trying to like make myself feel better in a really shitty moment. So we're walking, we're going to walk to the spot where I shot him at, shot at him. And we get to a fence line that's about 50 yards ahead of us. And we look at, we look out into the distance and on the next hill over, there's two deer that come up right on the side. And my buddy yells at me. He goes, he goes, Ryan, that's the buck. That's the buck. So me not even thinking, I, I ran to the, to the fence line we were at. I, threw my gun up on some rickety wooden post. I took a poke from, I, I think we ranged it at 350. So this is a hundred yards later, dropped him, <laughs> dropped him like a ton of bricks. Next uh, shot, he was not going anywhere. Um, and at that moment, I, it was just the biggest sigh of relief because I didn't know if I was going to shoot a deer that year, this year. Oh yeah. I can't imagine that feeling. That would suck. <laughs> it would have been the worst feeling not to shoot a deer and then have I to come on the podcast. I actually would rather go the whole weekend and not have either see one that you can shoot at or like just not shoot at all. Yeah. Than to shoot twice and miss. And miss the easiest shots. When you could have just shot him while he was just banging another deer. Uh, at that moment, we were about 600 yards oh, okay. away. Yeah. Okay. We were that within shooting range. Um so after feeling as defeated as someone, someone could, you know, I'm this, I'm this hunter guy. Like I like to go out deer hunting and I've shot yeah, some yeah. nice deer and, oh, Ryan, but you suck. You, you can't hit a deer at 250 yards broadside, not moving and not knowing you're there. So when he dropped like a ton of bricks, neck shot under pressure, I got the job done, Miles. Yeah. I got the job done. <laughs> well, I'm proud of you, Ryan. Um, so, I'm glad that that time off that I gave you was at least for something. Um, yeah. So now we're going to have a new European mount uh, in the podcast studio, right where Billy Bass is sitting, if you're watching yeah, the podcast on YouTube. Like a ceremonial. Well, that'll be like, how long does it take to get your European mount back? It's already done. Oh, you did it yourself? Yeah. You just, uh, you just, you just boiled it or whatever? Yep. We have a buck boiler. Shout oh, out. Uh, well, yeah. Not, when are you going to bring it by? Uh, next time I go home. Okay. Then we'll have so, a ceremonial changing of the wall. Changing of the wall ornament. Yeah. Or the wall decor. Yeah. That's going to look nice. That actually would be kind of dope as we do this. If <clears throat> I mean, if you don't get fired. Um, <laughs> just everything that I'm we a shoot. <laughs> everything that we shoot, we just put on this wall mm -hmm. as it grows. And uh, hopefully the whole thing is covered in stuff. That'd be kind of cool. That would be sweet. If we had a full... Now, we have all these black tiles behind us to eliminate some noise. I love how some, this is like turned into a hunting podcast now, but... It's kind of great. Yeah. So, yeah, Miles, you need to you need to shoot a nice pheasant this year. You're going pheasant on I soon. I get a pheasant mount. Yep. Uh, I think if you shoot a tail feather that's like 24 inches or over, you got to put it on the wall. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I probably will because <laughs> that's just what I do, but yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, the deer hunting weekend was awesome. We went home with two deer. It only took us <clears throat> day and a half, not even a day and a half. Um, so I got got back, got the whole weekend to myself. Um, it was good. It was one that it was one that I'll remember forever, Miles. Oh God, here we go. <laughs> well, it's a uh, forever. Uh, what would you say? It's forever uh, preserved in this podcast, Ryan. You yep. have this. Uh, it's you have the story forever. Episode forty three. Is this not 42? Uh, we did 42 last week. Are you sure? Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure this is 43. It is 43. Episode oh, sorry, 40. 42. Eh. Uh, we'll figure it out on the break. We're, we're yeah. going to take a break. We're going to figure out what episode this is. Um, and then we're going to talk about how much meth South Dakota is on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, that's cold. All right, Ryan. South Dakota is on meth. It seems to be a big problem. I'm Googling it right now so we can get some facts up here. Especially when the whole state is on meth. How can an entire state 
children, old people, middle-aged, you name it, is on meth. And and why South Dakota? Does Okay, this is a NBC News title here. Um oh my god. This is what's wrong. This is what's wrong with today's world. I have to turn off my ad blocker to view this article. All these companies that are doing this are going to go to the wayside and they're just going to bomb out. So that's just my old man. That's like commercials on TV. Well, I mean, I get it. I I, I yeah. get it. But it's a huge South Dakota meth. We're on it. Campaign is funny, but state officials say the meth problem is deadly serious. So I, I agree that it is. I understand that the campaign is all about that, you know, South Dakota actually has a meth problem. Yes. And they're trying to get that done <laughs> um, and fix that. Now, I'm not saying that I'm not promoting meth. I'm not promoting <laughs> that, you know, South Dakota doesn't have a problem. I, I, I agree with that. And I'm on board and they should fix that. But that being aside, it is bananas what they did. How many how many people did that tagline have to go through in order to get approved? It's just that. But that's just like there's so many stupid people in this world. To come on with a, a campaign. The further that I get into this you betcha thing and the more people that I meet, the more I realize that there are some not smart people out there. How agree. can that? How could, It would take us about four seconds to go, oh, God, that sounds like we're actually on meth. Yeah. Just go, ah, let's come up with something else. They could have said meth. We're trying to fix it. <laughs> Anything else. Why is that? Why is it so hard? Yeah, but and, and maybe like doing it like this will bring a lot more donations and awareness to it because it probably wouldn't have got any airtime oh, otherwise. In the grand scheme of things, this is the best thing that could have happened. But there's no way that they were thinking, "Hey, let's let's be edgy and let's kind of like double side this tagline." Now, if I was the person that came up with it, that's I would immediately double down and go, "No." We did this on purpose so we get people talking about it. I don't care if you call us idiots. We're actually really smart. That's what I would do. That's what you would do, Miles, but you'd never be working in a like a government like social like what I'm saying is social was, media. Is that a social media thing or is this I like I think a, it's just like a like it's just a like state official camp, okay. campaign. There's got to be I'm some. Sh- I'm sure that they hired someone to do it. There's got to be some college interns or something working on wor- working with that team, that that state board or who. who were they on who, meth when they did this campaign? <sighs> meth, we're on it. They had like little kids saying it, and the old people. <laughs> I didn't see those. Yeah, so the, I didn't even yeah, see those. This there's uh, <laughs> there's a photo of three kids in football gear, um, and it says meth, we're on it. So I, I believe that the the thing of the 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 campaign is that because South Dakota as a whole has a meth problem, we all have a meth problem, and so that's like we're on it. Like we're well, one, we're, we're on it, like trying to fix it, trying to fix it. Yep. But it also means they're trying to say that because if you live in South Dakota, it's like the classic like on a football team, it's like. There may be a few bad apples, but it's up to the leaders of the team to make sure it gets fixed. Yep. It's kind of the approach I think that they're going with it. Yep. But it has become the laughing stock of the news the last um, day or so. Um, but now you and I can sit here and we can confidently say that there's a meth problem in South Dakota. That is true. So it is uh, again yeah. the publicity that this has gotten from a, a flop like you could say a flop of a campaign in which i also read they paid $450,000 for this campaign to essentially be built with creatives and copy and all that well, kind of stuff honestly they probably got their money's worth cuz they're getting picked up by Absolutely. NBC news and all the big news outlets because of it not a god you know what these people are these people are smart we're, we've been sitting here the whole time saying, what are they doing? But we haven't asked ourselves, maybe are they doing the right thing? Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's still <laughs> it's still hilarious. Even, even if they claim that like, oh, that we did this on purpose because we knew people were going to talk about it. It still just sounds like the state of South Dakota is on meth. Miles, I'm, I'm a big fan of like courtroom documentaries and like um, 
like the mind of a serial killer and stuff like that on Netflix. Yeah. What's your take on how, how does South Dakota go about like they launched this campaign? Cool. But then what happens next? How do you go and fix that problem? Do you hire more, hire more like undercover agents to start digging into big suppliers, all that kind of stuff? Like it's always interested me how you launch this campaign. So then how do you, how do you go about fixing it? Um, What's your take? I, I mean, even if you launch a campaign to say, oh, we're just trying to fix a meth problem. We're not all on meth. Yeah. No one's going to pay attention to that. No. It's all they care about is this. Now, the good thing is, is it's got enough attention where people understand that um, people understand that like, okay, what they're trying to say is that they have a meth problem. They're trying to fix it, which is probably good. And it's probably yep. got them a lot more donations and all that. So I don't know. It's kind of like the Carson King thing where the, the bad news came out that he had some racist tweets and then that backfires on the Des Moines register and yep. they, and he ends up getting like way more donations because everyone's yeah. on his side, like a little bit like that. Very similar. Yeah. I never thought about it that way. So, um, in other news, that's kind of along with the state officials, um, uh, representative Eric Swalwell, um, farted on national television or live TV. Did you see that? <laughs> no. What was it? So like, it you, was like, you blatantly really, hear it? It was really loud. Um, and there's a big thing that's going out. That's like, who's the one that farted basically? Sure. Because he does pause a little bit. Um, did he, did he could you tell he was like, um, like, if you if if you look I'm at gonna, my, I'm gonna pull it up and we'll play it. But what was are you he kind of like? If you look at me, look at me right now. Was he like? Well, like he like, was, was talking. He, he was talking that, and then he just kept oh, going. So he kind of gave it like a little hop. I'll like, show. I'll show you. So if you're listening whoop. to the podcast, pause this. Go find the video of Eric Swalwell. So do you say his name? Yep. Eric Swalwell. Because um, <laughs> politicians don't fart, do they? Well, not on live TV. Okay, okay. you ready? Okay, here we go. Taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. And the complaint that I've heard from Republicans okay, taxpayer dollars to watch ask face. the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. And the complaint <laughs> he definitely pauses. That was him. He 100% did that. That was now, not. There's, I think that there's an article here saying that he denies it. <laughs> and he smirked. Go, go look he, at the smirk. He kind of smirks. Yeah. He does a little pause. His body seems to move a little His bit. His body uh, hops up but a little bit. But it could have very well been the reporter in the studio as well that wasn't on camera. The timing is way too accurate I know. with him. So there's an article here on the New York Post that says, um, don't toot the messenger. Congressman denies he supplied a parent TV fart. So he's denying it, which is honestly, is this you another, might just want to come out on that and just say, yeah, dude, I had to fart bad. Yeah. At the same time, it's like, I don't know. Is this a similar situation to the South Dakota campaign? Of like, ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat. In <laughs> <laughs> There's just, that was it good. Will, it will never not be funny to hear a fart. And I, so I was wondering if this was put in after the fact. Sure. There was videos of people recording their TV screen, replaying it back, and it was the same thing. So yeah. it was on the TV for yep. sure. It was not doctored after the fact. Think about how many people now know Representative Eric Swalwell. Apparently he's Eric Fartwell now. Eric Fartwell. The fart guy is what he's known for. Eric the fart guy Swalwell. This is the same. We're not going to get political, but it's the same guy who said he was going to take everyone's guns back and all that. And so... Okay. People find it kind of funny that he he farted. He had some ridiculous uh, um, policies, and now he's the fart guy. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love that because he will he will. You gotta own being the fart guy, right? Well, that and like you probably saw the backlash on his statement of like you know wanting to take everyone's guns away. Now he, that is forgotten. That's in the past. That's true. And now he was he is Eric. The You're fart. no longer the guy who tried to run for president who failed. Right, Eric the fart guy Swalwell. Yeah. I I don't think it's the worst thing in the world to be the fart guy. Do you remember? Uh, At least it's some humor behind it. You're not like right. you know. I'd much rather be the fart guy than like the guy who like got a DUI or something. Right. He should hundred percent. Uh, he should run with this. The like every interview he does after this, he should he should let one rip. Yeah. 
Can you imagine how many times he would just shit his pants? Because <laughs> it like it's like a little bit like the cracking the bush lights my bit now, and so when mm-hmm. I'm at events and stuff, like not that I wouldn't do it, but like now I have to do it. Yeah, and you know it's like you got to do it, got to do it. Like he has to just fart all the time, right? So he's just like constantly eating beans and beans and, and, and uh, fiber bars and all yep. that just to make sure he can supply. The farts when he needs to. Do you remember uh, this? This was like a this is a big story on social media, probably like a year ago. But the mall cop who would sit in his like mall, his office and he would just on Twitter he would like record yes, himself farting. Yeah, yes, that guy got fired from his job and he, his social media blew up just because he was farting on camera. Like yeah. Eric's Eric the fart guy Swalwell. He's got to run with. This I can't somewhere. believe you get fired for that. He got fired for that for farting in yeah. his office. Yeah, because I know like Barstool posted about it. and Was it um, supposed to be that he was like not supposed to be on his phone or what? I think it I think it was more so like the negative publicity that was coming from like the sti- the the cop stigma of like uh, joking around and like having yeah. fun. You know what I mean? Because well, when you're on. When what you're does in, this do for the stigma for for uh, people in the government? Yeah. Does that Ugh. does that make oh, you want to vote for word. him more or less? Because um, he's the fart guy. I don't want to vote for him at all. No. Um, but it actually, I I have a, if someone were to pull me about Eric Swalwell now, yeah, I probably have a more favorable outlook on him now that he's the fart guy than the guy trying to take away everyone's guns. Now, if he, if he was trying to like turn that into like, um, what do you call ele- electricity? Like Bill Gates is doing with the Bill Gates Foundation. He's like taking feces over in third world countries and turning yeah, into I know, electricity. I know what you're talking about. He, he now like if he could say <laughs> that he could supply enough farts to make electricity out of, <laughs> I would be interested in voting for that. Yeah, it's all I mean, about how you approach your miles. That fart came out with some velocity. We're gonna listen to this again. Now let's analyze the fart. Not so much did he do some it. Some the Ukrainians to help him cheat an election. And the complaint that I've heard from Republican taxpayer dollars to ask the Ukrainians to help them cheat an election. <laughs> it is pretty loud. To ask. The, was uh, there a microphone it? on his ass? Like what? <laughs> it was so loud. The mic is up by, up uh, probably on his collar. Uh, it was probably a boom mic. So it was facing down at his, at his that's a, butt. So that, I don't know. That's got to travel a ways. Well, maybe he was sitting on like a plastic <laughs> seat and it like ricocheted off the plastic seat, you know? Or, uh. They put like a whoopee cushion underneath. <laughs> it would be it. funny if someone was totally playing a prank on him. Yeah. He's trying to be super serious about whatever he was saying, like the Ukraine, the Ukraine, whatever. I, I honestly still don't know what he was talking about because <laughs> all I think about is the fart. Now, it would have so, been better to hear that on national television because I would have been a lot more thrown aback. You would have been like, wait, wait, what? Yeah. Or you would have like been sitting in the room with your wife, Ryan, and you'd be like, did you just rip ass? (laughs) And if you don't have a TV that you can rewind on or like DVR or anything, then you're like, you're screwed. Okay. Well, one, who cannot, what person in today's world cannot rewind now? This is to segue into a new thing Think of the people that are listening to these speeches live. It's probably, uh, it's probably the older demographic might have older TVs. That's true. You never know, Miles. But I think my grandma and grandpa, who are like almost like a, 90, like... Like a Roku TV? I swear to God, they at least <laughs> have something they can rewind on. I don't know. Maybe don't know. not. It is 2019. I don't know. In the, in the news video that got posted today, in the crossword, so we, I was... It was boomers every morning, yep. um, basically making fun of boomers in their morning routine. It's all about coffee. It's all about reading the paper. It's all about watching the news and then going to work. The crossword puzzles. Getting, getting mouthy with your wife. Yep. Um, but in the crossword, there was actually a crossword question that says the, uh, that said the earliest form, early form of DVR. So like that bit was not made up. Like that was actually in there. Yeah. And so then I asked like, what's a DVR? Yep. I mean. I guess it's maybe the old boomer generation. What's the answer to that question? I, I, I don't know. How many it letters? It was a four-letter thing. TiVo? Probably TiVo. TiVo, T- yep. T-I-V-O. It was definitely TiVo. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but, burp, 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 burp. you remember TiVo? Remember those <laughs> oh, noises yeah. you used to make? Oh, yeah. I wish I could do the sound better. Burp, burp, burp. <clears throat> but, yeah. Man. For how far technology has come now, if you heard that fart on live TV... 
it would take you, it would take you 60 seconds to go out online and find someone who's already posted it. Oh yeah. I'm sure it was within a minute that yeah. someone had tweeted it out. hundred percent. So Eric, Eric, the fart guy, Swalwell, <laughs> good on you. You got your name out yeah, there. He denied it. Not good on him. He should have oh, owned that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, next time just own, own what's yours. I just love the way that uh, journalism is gone now. This is the first three pair, three paragraphs of this. You ready? It's quick. Here's one act he had no problem passing. <laughs> a congressman from California became the butt of everyone's joke for appearing to fart on live television Monday night. Rep Eric Swalwell was mid-sentence on MSNBC's Hardball with Chris Matthews when it sounded like he let her rip. You think that they would have had journalism like that 20 years ago? No. Saying let her rip? Let her rip. And the butt of the joke? We live in wild times, Ryan. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's about as political as we're going to get. Talking about Congress people uh, ripping ass on live TV is probably as political as we'll get, which is a good thing in my opinion. Um, But yeah, so... South Dakota, they're fixing the meth problem. Eric's, South Dakota's on math. Eric, Eric Swalwell is has a flatulence flatulence issue, and the earliest form of DVR is TiVo. That was this entire segment. 2019 has been is turning into a We're wild year. We're close to the end of 2019 here. It's kind of crazy. What way to cap it off with a representative farting on TV? Fart guy. <laughs> the fart guy. Eric the fart guy. <laughs> <laughs> I bet his parents are so proud. Oh yeah. God, that would suck. That would stink. <laughs> yeah. We should... Uh, Being the fart guy would stink. Oh. oh you should write journalist. You should dad, be a journalist. Dad jokes right there. <laughs> I could have wrote the beginning of this article, apparently. <laughs> yeah, missed opportunity Eric on their the part. the fart guy. That would stink. <laughs> she would be the title of my cat. Whatever. Now, now, Miles, if we farted on the podcast, it that, would just be... That's that part would be, of the just bit. be really weird, yeah. actually. We could probably get pink eye if we farted on the mic and then, you know, yeah. started talking. It would be bad. So we won't be doing any farting into the mic, um, <laughs> just burping into the mic. <laughs> I, I wanted to nip that in the butt for wherever yeah. you were going with that because we're not going to be doing that. Um, I don't know where your weird sense of humor is going, Ryan, but. Oh, ice, ice, baby. All right, we're going to take one more break. We're going to wrap up this wild ride of a podcast. This one really got away from us. <laughs> um, we're going we're gonna to take a break and uh, do one more segment and uh, wrap her up. All right, guys, we are back. Um, over the break, we did establish that this is episode 42. So I was right. Ryan was wrong. <laughs> um, Ryan, I'll be uh, accepting your resignation letter here soon. <laughs> Because you absolutely have gonna, no idea what's going on ever. I'm going to go become a whitetail, a trophy whitetail guide. Oh, ah. God. Gets one deer and all of a sudden he's just, uh, he should be a guide. I'm a guide. <clears throat> Whatever, Ryan. Yeah, that was a wild little break we had. We ate a little food, spilt some pop everywhere. <laughs> spilt a lot of pop. Um, yeah, pop all over the carpet in here. So it's, it's, it's funny because on the podcast, like we say, oh, we're going to go on a quick break and it, boom, it just hops right to the next segment. But there's actually, actually some, well, this one was a little bit longer because we were eating some food, right? Uh, there's some funny stuff that happens (laughs) on the breaks in quotes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we spilt everywhere frantic to clean it up. Luckily, none of the electronics got ruined from it. So yeah, that would have been great to, uh. Ruin a MacBook Pro. Or just the entire podcast like got wiped out because the recorder got spelt on or something. Yeah, that would have been so sweet. <sighs> Usually I can uh, catch stuff before it falls because I'm just such a natural athlete and such an, have such good reflexes, Ryan, that I just wasn't able to get to this one. I would have had to ha- have like a Michael Jordan flu game experience to catch that pop from falling. So, mm, Not to brag. Yeah, but. not to brag, but... Um, yeah, so we're still recovering a little bit from that, um, franticness. Um, I had something we were going to talk about, but now I kind of forgot it because of that, but. Well, um, we kind of covered everything already that's happened in, uh, in, you know, U.S. culture. Yeah. South Dakota's on meth. 
Well, Republican, South Dakota is on probation from the Midwest right now because of that yeah. campaign. Representatives that, are farting in live interviews. Mm-hmm. Don't know where that's going to go. Don't yeah. know how it's, you know, it's, I think we've kind of covered everything already, Miles. I think we did. Um, Segment number one was obviously, that was, we had to cover that for sure because I shot my deer. Oh my God. He's not been talking, stop talking about it since he got here. I can't do it anymore. Um, Ryan had firehouse subs though. So my number one was okay. So number three, I think on the, yeah. if you, if you haven't listened to that podcast, you got to go find it. Our top three fast food, um, favorite top three fast food places. Miles, what, what was the, besides firehouse subs, what was the last fast food place that you ate? Um, fast food. Um, well, I actually had. Applebee's delivered through DoorDash. Okay. Got some wings. So you, does that count? That, that counts. Yeah, I was didn't want to go anywhere to get some food, so I just had DoorDash deliver some uh, Applebee's to me. Miles, in 2019, you can literally get... You don't have to leave your house. Just, you don't have... You can literally get anything delivered to you. Mm-hmm. Now, let's just talk about how wild that is. You can actually, like... Like... Have a gas station stuff delivered to you by one of those services. When is when is Casey's General Store going to start delivering pizzas? They already do. Oh God! Yeah. Oh my gosh! They also in if your state if Casey sells beer, I think they also like deliver beer or they're planning on doing it at some point. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you, Ryan. I'm not joking around. You think they deliver liquid ice? Uh, they probably could <laughs> deliver you some liquid ice. That's crazy. The for how far technology has come from, I sort I saw a bit the other day on the internet about dial-up radio or dial-up internet. What's dial-up radio, Ryan? Di- sorry, dial-up yeah, internet. What is dial-up radio? <laughs> it's where you had to use you, you used to have to connect your AM seven ninety to the internet back in the day. You couldn't use your phone. But what, what kind of noises would that make? <laughs> Something like that. But for how far technology has come in the last 20 years in our existence, to me, is is pretty mind-blowing. Are we getting super deep? Kind of. All right, Ryan. Um, We're so grateful we live in the best time to ever be alive with the internet. Anyone can grow a following on social media, and you don't have to go through the, the big man upstairs to... To, if you're good or not, if you're talented, you'll just win out because you can put stuff out on social media. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, in a way, we probably wouldn't have what we have on our following and all that without, well, we wouldn't without the internet. Without dial-up internet. I don't think I would have ever gone into acting, per se, if there was no such thing as the internet. So, probably would be doing some other job, you know, if there was no internet. Yep. You probably so, be a journalist. For, I mostly, uh, I mostly would not go into acting because I absolutely hate that type of oh, push burp idea of another person like casting judgment on if you're good or not, right? Before even anyone sees it outside. Yeah. So, like for example, like I could even judge my own content and say, "Oh, this is good or not good." But I don't really know if it's good or not good until I put it out and the market tells me if it's good or not. Right. 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 So the fact that back in the day for like even just actors in general, they had to go through, you know, one white guy that ran the show on whether or not he thought you were funny or not. You got to get shown to the world. And now anyone who is talented can get seen is pretty cool. We'll get super deep on it, you know. Yeah, it's like those uh the old the old white man or the old casting director is now out of a job. And Be- yeah, and there's he has a different job now, right? He can get a job at a production company yep. that helps make decisions on what content to do and not, but he's not the end say, right? He's yeah. not the gatekeeper anymore. <clears throat> it's there really isn't a gatekeeper. It's whoever can gain a following and gain a following and then it's kind of the floodgates are open. Those are, those are the best stories when you hear of like big time actors and they're telling you about their, 
their high school drama teacher who yeah. told them that they're, I just saw a story in Adam Sandler, like a high school teacher told him that he should not pursue acting because well, he's not I any wish you would have listened to that. Well, we, again, go back and find the podcast, but we had a big discussion on Adam Sandler. Yeah. And I'm not, and I'm not discrediting the fact that he's had a very, very successful career or anything like that. I just personally don't find him very funny. Yep. But that's a good case of what if that teacher would have been a gatekeeper on a movie right. set, right? Like then he, we would not have Adam Sandler. Yep. That's pretty crazy. So yeah. Um, I'm pretty grateful that there's no gatekeepers anymore. Mark Zuckerberg. What actually is going to be tough as we grow this and we start eventually, you know, might be a year down the road, might be a couple years on the road. But if we start getting other personalities, not putting too many limits on being the gatekeeper and just recognizing raw talent and letting these people be creative, kind of like I was allowed to be creative when I first started. Yep. As the people who come into you betcha, you know what I mean? Yep. And that's more of like a business mentality than anything is basically in air quotes, empowering your people to be creative and do your, do their best work by not sticking your hand in too much. Um, which I think will be a interesting task because you're the one that's growing the following right now and you think you have all the answers, but if you can go, okay, I don't have all the answers or someone maybe even has a better answer is kind of the way I want it to go. So yeah, yeah we'll see. Yeah, but. it's like for what you've built so far, <clears throat> bringing other people into the mix, you kind of like you owe it to yourself to kind of tailor, try and tailor things your way a little bit, but also offer that creativity on the side. Yeah, it's a balance. Yeah. Yeah. So Miles, don't, go, don't get any bright ideas here, Ryan, thinking that you're going to be the next uh, personality on You Betcha here. Well, you bet you outdoors, my my application would be submitted. So I actually, the, if you legitimately took the initiative and started that, I would actually heavily consider promoting that on my You Betcha page. Wow. Think if, think if we would have got my hunt last weekend on, on tape when I, I when that buck mounted that deal. You didn't take the initiative to do it, Ryan. You're right. Sad, sad day. Gosh, now it's all over. And we're looking to have that nice European moan on my side to oh, speak for it. Oh. Every, every chance he gets, he swings it back to his <sighs> GD yeah. European mount. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll compare the racks. How is it compared to the one on the wall here? Yours is going to be a little bit wider, but mine, mine will be yeah, taller. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> Not to brag. Just uh, a nice thick rack, nice and wide, curvy. <laughs> hourglass uh, body up here. Yeah, that's what you want. Yeah. So, thick with two C's is my rack. Thick with two Q's is mine. Two Q's. Thick. Wow. Alright, we gotta wrap up this Bananas podcast we just had. Um, but before we do that, we gotta again say thank you to Liquid Ice. Ice. Ice, ice baby. Um, for sponsoring this podcast. Um, again, you got to try out their red liquid ice. Um, it goes great with any cinnamon whiskey, fireball, you name it. Just mix them together. Um, they call it the big red. Tastes a lot like the uh, gum big red. I know that's not for everyone. But there are people who die for that taste. And yep. so you got to try it out if you are. It's a great time of year. Fall, Thanksgiving, spices um, are, are a great time for that. Um, and... Uh, you also got to try out the Viking, where you mix liquid ice red with liquid ice blue, um, mix it with vodka, and then always keep trying the Chuck Norris. Keep putting the Chuck Norrises down um, as well. You can find uh, Liquid Ice on their Instagram at Liquid Ice Energy. They had or on their Facebook, facebook.com slash Liquid Ice Energy. Um, they are doing giveaways every week. All you got to do is tag five of your friends on one of their posts, any post. And on Friday, they uh, do a drawing and give out free stuff uh, again every week. So if you want to stay energized and you want to be have a great energy drink to mix with your booze, Liquid Ice is the way to, way to go. You can find them on Amazon and get delivered to your house. Or you can find them at any gas station or grocery store across the Midwest. I shouldn't say any. I should say most. Um, so be looking for Liquid Ice. And... Uh, <clears throat> Make sure you get some ice, ice, baby. 
Oh, God, yeah. And we also like to say thank you to Genius Designs of the Heartland. Um, obviously, the sign that's been in front of us the whole time, they make handmade, um, handcrafted right here in the Midwest. They're out, they're from Iowa. They're uh, a great group of people. Um, they go great in any decor, living room, kitchen, bathroom, man cave, shop, garage, you name it. They um, have a sign for everyone. They have the Nectar of the Gods sign with our branding on it, but also on their website, which is etsy.com slash shop slash GDOT Heartland. Again, that's GDOT Heartland. They have op signs. They have state outlines, um, stuff that just is great for the Midwest person. And so go get yourself a Nectar of the Gods sign from our website, ohyoubetcha.com, or you can check them out on their Etsy page, etsy.com slash shop slash GDOT Heartland and get yourself a nice handcrafted pine sign from Gina's Designs of the Heartland. Ryan, take us home. Get yourself a sign. Guys, thanks again for listening into episode 42 miles. Yeah, 42. 42 of the You Bet Your Radio podcast. Um, this was just a fun episode for me. Uh, <laughs> episode, 40, episode 43. We're going to have a little bit different backdrop um, on, on the Facebook or YouTube video. So I had a great time out hunting. We talked a little bit about that. Um, a lot of funny stuff going on in culture right now. If you haven't, go check out um, the Boomers uh, Boomers Every Morning video that was released this week. Um, I know a lot of you can relate to it because all of our parents did the same exact thing. So guys, thanks again for listening in. We look forward to having you back next week. I am Ryan, the t-shirt guy. And I am Miles, you betcha guy. May your ranch always be runny and your bush lattes forever be cold. Cheers, Ryan. Betcha, yeah. Yeah.